That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't gonna waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. So, well, how much did you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? <laughs> Realizing the realism of life and actuality, of who's the baddest, a person's status depends on salary. And my mentality is money orientated. I'm destined to live the dream for all my peeps who never made it. Cause yeah, we were beginners and the hood is five percenters, but something must have got in us cause all of us turned to sinners. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we also have our guest back in the studio for the second time. Uh, you might recognize his voice, but the first time he was on here, we were kind of playing a little, a little character, a little bit of skit for you guys. Uh, it's my brother, uh, who's also named Rod. So say what's up to the people, Rod. What's up to the people? And you can tell because he's the one with the deeper voice. So. Um, <laughs> uh, and also we want to keep thanking you guys for leaving comments on the episodes leaving reviews on iTunes and um, emailing us at theblackguywithtips at gmail 
And uh, following us on Twitter, um, at Rodimus Prime. Um, at Say That Again, Dat, as in D-A-T. And, um, you know, we actually had like 12 people join our Facebook group last week, which is good. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? We're moving up. Yeah, we are, we're getting over 150 now, you know what I'm saying? I mean, wow. it's modest, but we, we're doing the thing, and uh, it's kind of cool since we're not really advertising like spending money to do it so that's 150 free people yes <laughs> hopefully thank they, you free people hopefully they came out because they like the podcast and not just because they like black people who tip but you know you <laughs> even if you tell. like black people who tip we'll still take you in the group yeah you never can tell come come for the tip and stay for the comedy um and also, don't forget, this is the unofficial podcast of Bullet Ball. Yes. Bullet Ball, Bullet Ball, that's, that's a Bullet, bullet ball. ball. Bullet Ball, Bullet Ball, that's Bullet Ball. I like <laughs> Bullet Ball. Uh, and, you know, once again, trying to reach African-American youth by combining bullets and balls, two oh, things yeah. that we already participate in, but we want to combine them in a non-violent way that we can cause our own culture. You yes. know what I'm saying? And we are pro taser podcast. We just like to say that as the weapon of choice by the yes. black guy who tips. The official weapon of the podcast <laughs> is the taser. Yep. And I actually, yes. <laughs> actually want to get into this because there was a dude who um, did not like our um, our taser um, our, our taser stance. <laughs> I post, you know, I always post, I'm promoting the podcast everywhere. I go okay. to uh, SOHH, which is a message board. Okay. I go to Facebook. I go to Ignorant Intelligence, okay. which is a website I write for sometimes. Um, Twitter, of course. Yes. Um, everywhere. I'm just trying to get the word out there, trying to get people to see it. So, um, in this one uh, that I posted, it was actually episode 31, The Confederate Flag is the New Rainbow. And... We talked about that uh, police officer, or that police state, uh, not officer, police uh, precinct, uh-huh. where they were tasing people. They gave people more tasers. And my whole idea with the taser is, that shit's better than a bullet. Yeah. It's had, better. <laughs> those are the only options. I don't know why people don't understand that. It's either I tase you or I shoot you. Yeah, and it's better, on, in my opinion, it's better all around because it's good for the officers because they don't have to use lethal force every time they get confronted with a situation with someone that might be unruly and they don't actually have to physically try to beat somebody up every time yes. either like a tasing is I don't want to call it harmless cause, because you can die but you can also die from a billy club to the brain like yes you can I don't like those scenes of like 12 officers beating up one dude. I'd rather not see that. I, I'd rather <laughs> see you get hit by some liars and immediately go down. Yeah, like that was never a good look for the police, even if they were right. That's right. So even if you're like, like yeah, man. Jumping on somebody and ganging up on them. Yeah, even if you're like, he was on PCP, you know, look at that nigga's eyes. He was on PCP. Like, even in that situation, you need five cops to beat him up on a cell phone camera. That is never going to look like y'all had shot the fair one. No. It's going to look like y'all ganged up on the net. That's right. So anyway, this guy and his uh, name on this website is Zero Zero. And he says, the black guy and girl with an authoritarian fetish. <laughs> Just have some sex in military uniforms and spare us the, if you're on drugs, the more reason to tase you bullshit. And, wow. Wow. First of all, I will have sex in military uniforms. I do too. I think it's quite sexy. Yeah. Hey. So thank you, thank you for that suggestion. It's Memorial Day too, dog. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, salute the soldiers. Thank you so much for that suggestion, zero zero. But um, I, like this this kind of mentality is like 
I know what he's saying is he's probably just a dude that does drugs. And he probably just does weed. He probably don't even do like the kind of shit that people gotta get tased over, like PCP, meth, coke. Like you don't get smoking weed is not a tase offense. Like mm-hmm. nobody walks it, up on him and be like, Oh, his eyes are red. No, in fact your reflexes are slower. So <laughs> they do not have to beat you down. And it's amazing how when people stand against tases, you're not considering the officers and their lives and they're going home and their family. Yeah. You know, who wanna risk, you know, some drug addict biting him or stabbing him or you catching AIDS. I'd rather you get tased and go down and everybody go home. Or the general public safety. I mean That's right. You know, if I'm not a criminal, you know, I don't necessarily want somebody going around uh, just fucking acting shell, you know, might need to tase them. I know, go around and have a shootout and I get shot randomly. I, like I said, the thing about tasers is that odds are the right person will get hit. You can't guarantee that with a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can guarantee it with a bullet, but it's just that the, the consequences are so much more damning. It's like, if you shoot a dude and he dies... That can fuck up your entire career as a police officer. Oh, yeah. And obviously fuck up that guy's family's life. Yeah, his he life. through lawsuits and all yeah, that type it's stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of headache. Whereas with a taser, you still write a report, but that guy not, is, has a lot less chance of dying. That's true. Um. So anyway, um, I read his comment and I responded back, don't be a pussy. Because <laughs> I think that sums up my whole stance on it. It's like, look. Something gotta happen to criminals. This shit better than yeah. getting shot. You know what I'm saying? And of course, there's gonna be people that abuse shit because cop, you know, cops are gonna abuse whatever sometimes. But they are. You know, he he said that. So I put um. So he put exactly. You have a fetish for authority. It's dripping. No homo. I don't know why people have to throw that in. <laughs> like I didn't assume there was anything gay about our conversation no. until the point that you had to add that. But um. Uh, anyway, it's dripping throughout the podcast. Just calling it like I see it. And so I put, as opposed to being shot. And then he never responded back because he was being a pussy. I mean, if the alternative is getting shot or getting tased, I'm picking getting tased. I know it's so. So even, and even if it was police brutality... I still would pick getting tased. Yes. Like, like even... Y'all are living a lot higher. Like, even if it was a road cop that was like, I'm out hunting niggas tonight, and I'm about to fuck somebody up, and he put out the gun, the taser, or the baton, I'd be like, man, just tase me, and get this shit over with. I want to go home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to die fucking with y'all. But, um, anyway, we're still pro-tasing. Zero, zero, you just... You didn't do anything but make me more pro taser. Yes, and make me want to go get a uniform. Yeah, so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alright, so the other thing is, don't forget that it's Sundress Month. Yes, it is. It's Sundress Eve right now. Yes, it is. But tomorrow is Sundress Month, the official official dress, you know what I'm saying, of June. And have women feeling sexy and confident and wearing pretty panties underneath. So let's go ahead and promote that shit. And getting your toes done and feeling all good. I got my lot. I actually wore one of mine today and I felt real good. Yep. So make sure y'all promote that, fellas. I don't want to hear you talking about their toes or make sure that she weighs a certain amount or whatever. Any sundress is welcome. Feel confident. Yeah, all sizes. Men love all sizes. All women ain't, you know, some folks out there that like a little extra junk in the trunk and like a little extra booty shaking around. So don't knock them big girls. Yeah, if it ain't for you, it ain't for you. You just, you ain't got to hate. Just shut the fuck up. Just don't ruin this for everybody, making women all self-conscious. Just 
Sundress is the opposite of that. It's about being self-confident, not self-conscious. So let's uh, move on to the actual podcast. Um, I had a debate on Twitter today, and you might want to get in on this ride. I don't know. Um, what what do you prefer after sex to wipe down with? A towel, like a, a paper towel, napkin, baby wipes. Do you have a preference? <clears throat> None whatsoever. None whatsoever? See, yeah, I actually, actually, I prefer uh, towel. But, I mean, it would be nice if, like, you know, she could kind of, like, cradle my kids mm-hmm. in her hand. Right. I mean, so you prefer just swallow the load and get it over with? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I understand that, too. I understand that, too. But, you know, if for those re- ideal situations, I mean, you know, like, sex is always porn star sex. You can't always just come on her face and be like, take care of that for me. Right. But, um, <laughs> like, what what I'm trying to say is, when it comes to the debate between the towel or the baby wipe, I'm with the towel all day. Because the towel shows concern and loving care for somebody. Especially if you go to the to the bathroom and you want some warm water. Mm. You let it run for a while mm. and it gets warm and then you give it to them. That's it shows love. Your love. Mm. Yeah. That's love. You know That's what I'm saying? True. That's true. You take like, the extra two minutes to stand there and let the water get warm. Yeah. Aww. And uh, I kind of got into it. Nothing says I love you like a warm nut rag. Yeah. Exactly, man. <laughs> like treat yourself. You know what I'm saying? Treat your lover like you would treat yourself. You wouldn't go in there and get yourself a cold ass rag and Rub it up on your balls and have them shrivel up. You wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And it doesn't matter who goes and gets it, but it shows the love right there. Mm-hmm. And somebody was telling me how baby wipes are better, but it made me think, man, what, is, what are the main things about baby wipes that everybody knows? They're for babies? Yes, that's a good question. That's a good answer. But they're disposable. And what that's the message you want to send to your lover is your ass is disposable and I really want to deal with you in the most efficient easiest manner possible because I got somebody else on their way <laughs> it, just, it just speaks of like I don't really give a fuck about you take these baby wipes and clean yourself up like the towel says hey I would do a load of laundry for you you know what I'm saying that's yeah, true I would throw your sex juices in with my um with my delicates and and I would be cool with that. So I, I think it's it's kind of disrespectful to go the baby white route. I don't even get I don't really get it, man. So <laughs> I, I don't know. Like I thought that I heard that debate. And then the other thing is there's a little game you can play. I think all dudes play this game. I don't know if you do or not, right? But um there's a game that that we like to play where it's kind of like horseshoes where you toss the towel at the girl and then you get points. Based on, like if it, if it if they don't catch it, that's two points, right? If they if they do catch it, that's no points. If they hit them in the face, that's five points. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, and you just try to get to like a hundred over the course of like maybe you know three four months and see if you can see if you can you know get there. Depending on you don't play at your own pace, of course. And but, let her know it's a game involved because it's not no just smacking her in the face. No, don't let her know it's a game. But then you're gonna have a lot of fights going it's on. It's underhand toss. It's underhand toss. It, oh, okay. You're okay. not. You're not. You're not, <laughs> you're not pitching that shit. At <laughs> so you going in there balling a rag, going 50 miles an hour? You might have an issue. You're not going like John Smokes <laughs> trying to throw one in the strike zone. You just politely underhand toss it. And women are less coordinated than men, so 
that naturally you will score a few points some ways, you yes, know. You will. But uh it's a good game, man. I like that game. And you can never play that with baby wipes. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe somebody would think of that shit with baby wipes. That's how you get a black guy. You toss that thing at them. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, uh, Shirley Wong, Esquire, one of our followers on Twitter. What up, girl? She asked, um, does the NBA need a rule against tampering? Uh, players that will soon be free agents... Like the Suns and the Mavs already considering talking about LeBron James. Okay. Um, so do y'all think that they need a rule to keep team? Because they kind of already have a rule that you can't talk about signing players. Okay. But the bigger issue to me is the summit that's going on with like Joe Johnson, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and I forget who the other person is. Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh. Where they all meet and talk about like the possibilities, what teams they're going to. And whatnot, should that be allowed? Should that be legal? What do y'all think? It's, I mean, because my thing is that if you're gonna have rules and regulations against the teams, you should have rules and regulations against the players. Because all that's gonna do is just, I mean, you're gonna have speculation no matter what. Right. But I think that a lot of times teams that might not even know that they would even consider on the table will start flooding in. And mm-hmm. I think in the long run, it could cause problems. I think it can. Um, but at the same time, I do understand them doing that because you want to make the most money you can make, and you want to let no teams know that uh, you got your eye on them. Yeah. What about you, man? What I don't. Do you th- I don't think. I don't think it should be a rule against it because I mean, at the end of the day, <clears throat> I mean, you look at the situation. Um, just because you talk about it, you know what I mean? I mean, it's not really going to influence somebody one way or another. I mean, a lot of these guys, they're either after one or two things, and that's a championship. For the money, yeah, and I mean, in in most cases, I mean, you look at a guy like Hugh Turkoglu, left left the Magic, <clears throat> who went to the finals, right? Left them the next year to go to Toronto. Why? For more money. That's it. I yep. mean, so I mean, one way or another, if the Lakers want them and they and they just start talking about it, it doesn't matter. If if you offer me more money. That's where probably where I'm gonna go. Or if I'm on a team where I know I'm probably gonna, you know, be in condition for a championship, that's where I'm gonna go. Yeah. It's no it's no way around. You look at Trevor Reza. Did right. the same thing. Yep. You know what I mean? So And I think I think all I think teams shouldn't be allowed to approach people before free agency begins. It shouldn't even be allowed to go into the media and talk about it. All that shit should be off limits. You should get fined for doing that. Until free agency, right? Yeah, until okay. free agency starts. Okay. Because now, like look, right now, you have teams still in the playoffs. Okay, you have yeah. teams that, that have not had a chance to get their first crack at their own free agents. And if you had no tampering rules, that would mean that, like, the middle of the playoffs, Dallas could just come out and be like, man, we will pay LeBron James max money and get him a shoe contract. While he's still losing to the Celtics, you know? Yeah, and that makes sense. That's the case. The players shouldn't be allowed to do it either then until free agency. I mean, if you're going to do mm-hmm. it like that, just say, okay, nobody says nothing until free agency. In that case, I don't have a problem with it. See, I'm the opposite. I think the players should be allowed to do however they want. Like, if they want to meet up during the offseason, uh, during the playoffs, or after their seasons are over, and they want to talk about what they want to do, that's fine because none of that's official. The only communication that really gives somebody an advantage is when the players talk to teams and vice versa. Players talking to players, that's just like me coming up to Rodney and being like, hey man, you want to go work at so-and-so next year? 
Like that's legal. That's like you can't you can't stop that conversation in my opinion. But you know, plus I mean, what are you gonna do? Say all NBA players can't hang out. No, at the, the team. Like, there's no way to enforce that shit. You know, that's true. So anyway, I, I'm I'm digging it, and uh, as far as them being the new Rat Pack and getting together, although I do wonder what the fuck Joe Johnson did to get into the Rat Pack. Oh, no, with Wade, LeBron, and Bosh. He might have bought his way in by my kiss or something. He must be the dude that comes up with the girls or buy the drinks or something because. <laughs> I don't see it, but you know. Anyway, man, that's uh, that's my thoughts on it, Shirley. Uh, tampering is cool. If I wouldn't even call it tampering, like players coming together and colluding on what they want to do, 100% fine with me. Uh, play teams doing that shit, not cool. You're you're in a competitive situation to get players on your team. It's not fair. You can't get unfair advantage by talking to people in the middle of the season, middle of the postseason. Things like that. Um, Alright. So now C wants us to talk about the World Cup soccer and what it would take to make soccer a popular sport in the U.S. amongst minorities. Um, either one of y'all want to drop some thoughts on this or y'all want me to just bust it up? Crack. Crack? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How you mean? I mean, you would have to get somebody addicted to crack. I mean, honestly, as a minority, <clears throat> as a minority... Um, I mean, we we just don't really identify with soccer. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, because I mean, no, nobody plays it already. Yeah. And so I mean, it, it's not like you go to school and you and you're around some of your boys and you're like, man, you want to go out and uh, kick the ball around a little bit after after school? They're like, nah, I want to play some basketball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Throw the football or something like that. Hit, hit the baseball, I guess. But um, <clears throat> I mean, there's just not soccer fields, I right? Mean, where the fuck do you go to play soccer at? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, I can... Like, some at, schools have them. Yeah, some of them do. Yeah. Like, you could sign up for your school to play, but, you know, I have a theory on this, too, but, Karen, you, do you have any idea? Or do you want to even talk about this? I think that the truth be told, for most African Americans, they don't see any money in it. I, you know, where is the money for me being a professional soccer athlete? You know, and like Rodney's saying, when I look on TV... None of those. Pl- I mean, I know they got the World Cup with players from all around the world. Yeah. But in other countries, soccer is a huge sport. Here, yeah. for African Americans, it is not. You know, you don't. You know, people will laugh at you if you tell your boy, "Well, let's go to different." Like you said, if you live in the inner city, a Bronx. Like you said, where is a soccer field? You're not gonna find one. If you do, you have to walk eight miles to it or go outside in the country part and. My thing is that there's no money, so guess what? Nobody recruits you at the age of six to play soccer. Exactly. You know, and so I think that makes a big difference. And it's kind of almost the same thing with baseball now. Nobody well, baseball goes. has money. Baseball is different. Huh? Yeah, baseball, baseball has money, but at the same time, they don't recruit as much as they should or could, which makes a difference in my mind. Well, there's the, all right, here's the thing. It's twofold. You hit on one, and that's the money. And Rodney, you kind of skirted around the other, which is the culture. Now, the biggest thing here is money. MLS does not have the money to compete with NFL or NBA in inner cities. And when he says minorities, we all made the same assumption that he's talking about black people. I can say anything about being black. Um, want me to rewind the podcast? Yeah. You said crack. <clears throat> you said that, and crack rhymed with black. Huh. So, I don't know how many Hispanic crackheads you know. Nah, I'm just joking. But, um, but, um, 
just I think the general assumption when you say minority means people mean black, but Latinos are into soccer way more than us, so they're a minority, quote unquote. But come on, man, they love soccer way more than we do. Oh, they love even at the uh, football stadium, they have like forty, fifty thousand people waving their flags and all right. that stuff. I mean, that's because the the country that they came from. You yeah, know I mean? of course. And they they embrace. Soccer. But they here now. When they have kids, those kids aren't gonna say fuck soccer. Like they 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 are embedding their culture of soccer here in America just by being here. Like their kids are American citizens, so. That love of soccer, when you ride by school and you see them out there playing with no coaches, no teachers on the field, just them coming to some middle school playing in the middle of the football field playing soccer, that is a love that you don't see black people have for this sport. And uh, you the, black people. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying that what I think what he says minorities, he means black people. Uh. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's wrong to mean that. or That's how I'm taking it because... Latinos are a minority. They love soccer. We're not talking about them. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about Asians. We're talking about black people. And a reason we're talking about black people is because we are the best athletes in America when you look at the representation in professional sports. Um, I don't necessarily mean pick any brother out the street any better than a white dude. No. I simply mean you look at a dude like Allen Iverson, there was nothing that stopped him at six years old that said you should be a soccer player. So he went on to play football and basketball. You know what I'm saying? Until we get that type of intervention, and I'm not even saying that we should, but until we do that, we're never going to have a major soccer program. We do have, in my opinion, some of the best athletes in the world, but they just don't play soccer. That's true. If we could take all our best, get hop in the time machine, take all our best NBA, uh, football, all the, all these dudes like Michael Vick, and say, Michael Vick, you have to play soccer at age six until you're an adult. He would be a badass soccer player. Yeah. But, we, you know, but he's, he, he never saw money that way. Why would he have done that? You know what I'm saying? And then the other thing, and this is the nasty little uh, secret um, that I think people don't want to talk about, is the culture of soccer. Yeah. And there, that it's become a bastion of... Uh, a way of keeping kids that come from money around kids that come from money and not intermingling is and it, and it's and it's one of those like does a high school soccer coach really want to go to the hood to recruit kids because the kind of kids they have playing are the kids who have the soccer moms the vans the you know they come from a place where they have two parents typically and they have a lot of uh other, like soccer isn't to them the end all be all of their life where it's like if I don't make it playing soccer I can't be shit it's like hey I'm going to college yeah a lot of them don't play past high school yeah so it's a culture thing where I don't know that it's in those people's best interest to go get these kids that might not come from the best background and intermingle it with your kid so it's like soccer is a safe haven of hey you're still playing a sport you're still active still around your peers but you also don't have to have a risk of playing ball with anyone that comes from a different or negative type background considering what you, you know, how you judge backgrounds in your opinion. So, that's a great question though. And that's what I think the answer is. And I don't know that, that explains to me why it's like that. I don't know that that should be fixed or if it's wrong or whatever. I really don't give a fuck. 
and maybe that's that's his whole point is that <laughs> even know, knowing all that shit we're all like and <laughs> and, the, and the funny part about it is that on twitter i was saying that espn is all oh, they get on my crapping nerves showing all these like five minute commercials of the world cup and i don't give a damn mm-hmm. and i put that yeah. out there on twitter and people was like it's called football snob yes Yes, I am small. <laughs> I don't give a damn. And I know football, as we consider football, is football Americano. I don't give a damn. It's soccer. It is mm. not football. Yeah. And um, speaking of um, speaking of uh, plies, okay, that, that segue had nothing to do with what I want to talk about. But <laughs> I saw this video on uh, Rodney's uh, <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> and it's a parody of plies. And I can't stand this dude. Like he's the most he represents everything I hate about bad hip hop. Yeah. He's ignorant. <laughs> he's ignorant. He can barely talk. And I don't mean like, oh he has an accent. No, I mean he can barely talk. Oh. And he mumbles and his like his 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 he rhymes the same words sometimes or he, he just but anyway, this parody is supposed to be picking on him, but if you didn't know this was a parody and you just heard this song on somebody's radio driving down the street you would think it was him <laughs> and I'm gonna play a little bit for the people out there um, to check out and y'all listen to this and y'all you know tell me that I'm not that I'm not 100% dead on about this fool man I hate Clyde's anyway here we go <laughs> hey what's happening man this shit won't blind man I was in the studio man I was in the studio they don't even know why I'm in the studio, I man. Here, man. I just want to get on the side, man. On the back, man. I turn on the beat, I got and I start recording, man. Hey, hey, hey. I want to make me a song, I don't know what I'm talking about. I want to get on a song, I don't know what I'm talking about. I want to get on a song, I don't know what I'm talking about. I want to rap on a song, I don't know what I'm talking about. I had a picture of him standing in front of KFC and standing with the Ku Klux Klan. When I went to uh, when I went to the Y Saturday, after I saw this clip, I said that shit all 
that hate Coach Michelle. What are you talking about? I just hit a three, and I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Y'all just ready to ball? Come on, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, did, did, did they know what you was talking about? I don't know if they know what I was talking about. I didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, anyway, man, flies, dog. That dude is a fucking buster. And since we're on hip hop, let's go ahead and do some hip hop stories. Seem like we need some intro music for the hip hop stories, but whatever. Um, we'll find a good one. Twitter, send us some 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 uh, snippets. <laughs> She's just gonna make more work for me. Editing oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, y'all just go ahead and uh, give them something to put some work in there. <laughs> this is your request now. Uh, Eminem, not afraid or camera shy, announces new music video release. Oh. That's not new. Grammy winner, rapper. Yeah, when has he ever been afraid or yeah. camera shy in his career? <laughs> yeah. This dude had uh, balls in his face at the musical awards <laughs> last year as part of a gag, you know? Gagging on them balls. Uh, like part of that Borat, whatever that Dang, shit. Yeah. Alright. Grammy winning rapper has Eminem has decided to treat fans to a visual for his Not Afraid single by releasing his music video next weekend. Writing via Twitter, Eminem broke the news last late Saturday. For those patiently waiting, the Not Afraid video will premiere Saturday, June the 5th. Details later, and he put recovery as his hashtag. Um, Eminem will join a very elite club tomorrow when the new Billboard top, uh, Hot 100 singles chart is unveiled. Not Afraid is the lead single from Eminem's new album, Recovery, due out. June 22nd. The single is the first to debate debut at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 since October 17, 2009, when Britney Spears' Three danced in at number one. I don't know that that's good company. No, not <laughs> Britney. Britney Spears' shitty music ain't your album. Well, um, anyway, I fuck with uh, Eminem, so I and I'm one of those people that I don't listen to singles or. Like release tracks one by one. I wait till the album comes out yes. and then I download that shit illegally for free. Yes, because you ain't ruining it for yourself. To yeah, that. I need to hear the whole thing. I haven't even heard anything off of Drake's album that hasn't come out yet. Just yeah, I heard a little snippet of uh, him and Jay Z song. Yeah, uh, people keep sending me that shit. Like I'm I didn't listen. Yeah, I didn't listen to the whole thing. Man. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, no. I hate that, and that's why a lot of people don't like music when they get it. That's really the real reason. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people have sense. heard. All the good shit Then they get the album They be like Yo son American Gangster Wasn't even that hot Well nigga you heard it all That was a great album Yeah but you It ain't great if you heard Ten songs and You just found out Five new songs Like it ain't like you Got hit with You didn't get hit with That full dose Of what the artist Wanted you to experience That's true And you know If you're gonna download it For free anyway Just wait Um, So since Eminem's in the news Of course Rap being the culture Of crabs in a barrel they gotta go find a nigga to hate on Eminem. And Irv Gotti is that nigga. <laughs> Irv, <laughs> Irv Gotti questions Eminem's rap legacy. How can we say this guy is the best rapper alive? Um, Murder Inc. head Irv Gotti. Wait, Murder Inc. head? They, do they still have Murder Inc.? I didn't know they existed anymore. Yeah. Is what, this does, what does Irv Gotti do, man? What is his job? Is yeah, other than being verbally abusive to his wife, what, what does he really do with his life? Um... <laughs> Irv Gotti recently addressed Eminem's placement on Vibe's Best Rapper Alive list and questioned the rapper's MC skills as compared to Jay-Z and Ja Rule. Ja Rule? Ja damn Rule? Are you serious? I yeah. think you know what this is. I know exactly what it is. 
That nigga trying to make a comeback. So he's trying, yeah. He yeah. trying, he trying to hype him up before. Yeah. Uh, claiming his opinion is not based on their past beef. Yeah, we'll just take your word for it, Herb. <laughs> like, hey man, this ain't even about that time that I tried to kill him, but um, he whack. Anyway, Vibe did a thing where they had him as the number one rapper. Uh, Gotti said, shit like that kind of pisses me off. You know why? Because let's take Eminem's records. Watch me analogy. Watch my analogy. And I, I hate when people do that, man. I hate when people are talking. And they try to be like deep, or they try to be like, I'm about to blow your mind. And they try to preface it with something like that. Like in the middle of his explanation, he's like, Now watch my analogy. Like, okay, just do the words. analogy. Yeah. Just fucking start talking. Now I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> It'll either be brilliant or it won't. You, now you're telling me, like, Now this part right here is tricky, okay? And okay. we understand. Watch my analogy. Eminem is a great artist, no doubt. He puts words together. He's witty, a smart lyricist, a great lyricist. But how can we say the guy's the best rapper alive? Look at Hov. I've been to battles with DMX, Jay, and Ja, and that was some real shit. Homie, you wouldn't have been able to survive. I say take Eminem, let him say hard knock life, still hot. <laughs> now let's have Jay-Z say we the We Made You song, and they would laugh him out of the fucking building. It would be over. That that makes no, no sense. No, it I, doesn't. Am I the only one that thinks that that makes sense? That makes I see what he's no, saying. What, what I'm, not, he saying? I'm not saying I agree, but he's saying like if if the roles were reversed and Jay Z sang you know a random Eminem song and Eminem you know made a random Jay Z song. Right? Yeah. I mean, what he's saying is no matter what you know album or whatever song you know Jay Z pretty much has always done. Hot music, in his opinion, is what. So he's saying. saying, even if Eminem were to come on stage and rap, say the hard knock life. Yeah, he said he, he said you can basically people would not say. laugh at Eminem, but if Jay Z tried to take one of Eminem's songs and rap it on stage, people would laugh at Jay Z. Is what he's saying. Yeah, what he's saying is, is certain songs that Eminem does that you know Jay Z apparently would would lose. Yeah, and see, credibility this isn't, this for isn't this isn't really fair because one. If Eminem start rapping about drug dealing and shit, people would laugh at him. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing. Matter of fact, the one reason he was actually very successful is because he was a white rapper that embraced whiteness and didn't try to say, like, let me show you how I'm still in this black culture and I'm just like you. He was on some rapping about pills and shit yeah. from day one, which is, you know, he's rapping about taking subscription drugs and shit illegally. Prescription. Per, yeah, prescription drugs. Or, or you can get a subscription to some drugs. I oh. mean, uh, I, I subscribe to drug monthly. I don't know how you get your crap. Oh. <laughs> but still, you game on player. Anyway. Um, nah, but, uh, like, he's talking about using prescription drugs illegally and things like that. If, and he's, yes, Jay-Z would get laughed at doing some of his songs, but he wouldn't get uh, laughed at if he came out to uh, something like Stan. Yeah. Stand isn't a racial song. You can be black, white, green, whatever. If you want to, that's actually um, a real deep song, man. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, he just he just cherry picking. Basically, he's just showing how ignorant he is, man. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know how you can can even say some shit like that about Eminem because I mean, the stuff that he does is just it's already off the wall. You know what I mean? Yeah. A majority of it, but then you can go back and you can look at look at his records and be like, okay. This is a classic song that like right. will go down in history as being one of the greatest songs yeah. of all time. You yeah. know what I mean? So and, and my thing and maybe 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 
because I'm I don't know as much about rap as you guys. To an extent, it's like comparing apples to oranges. Like here's the best apple, here's the best right. orange. Let's compare the two when mm. there's not That's really, all rap is, when baby. there's not really a comparison because to me, Eminem comes across like wow, and and, and just just the way he delivers and the yeah. way. It comes across, and because it's so different that you're kind of mesmerized at how he, where his mind is. Yeah, and, and kind of the same thing with Jay Z too, but in a yeah. different way. What it was sad is that, and this is partially his fault, but he's become a character. Like people are comfortable saying that he does only silly shit. Like when you don't drop just hot album after hot album after hot album, or you have a uh, uh, you have a, a tendency to do some music that is very whimsical, very funny, and then some very serious music. People don't know how to take you, and what happens is people put you into this box where they're like, "Man, he's just too silly. All he does is talk about silly shit," and it it makes them forget about songs like "Lose It," which is a hip hop classic song. And any artist could perform, and you would be like, "That was yeah, amazing." Lose yourself. Yeah, lose yourself. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. not lose it. Um, that's actually the opposite of what I'm saying. But lose yourself, like that's the one that's like, uh, what he's talking about. Um, arms, arms, arms are heavy. They're vomiting on the sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. That that song. That's a classic song, even if Jay Z said it or whoever, you know. But the thing, the thing that trips me out about it is that you can say that, but yeah, most rappers on an album have one or two BS songs about women shaking asses. But right. what's in between that and Eminem talking about something silly? Like, like that's I, true. maybe that's my mind that's, mentally. That's very true. It's like nobody has just a straight hardcore. Here's my best beats. I'm not trying to go after no money album. I've kind of cut back on a lot of what I listen to just because I, as a, the more I, the older I get. The more I find some of the songs just fucking silly. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's like, I, I feel you on that. It's like, and then I smack a bitch, smack a bitch, smack a bitch. It's like, I don't find anything remotely no. cool about that. No. <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe because I'm not 16 no more. I'm yeah. not impressed. Like, uh, back then, I might have liked it just because it was like, you can say bitch, you know? But yeah, now, and, and like, also, I, think, I think a lot of those artists we grew up listening to, as they started getting more mature and they started making more music, Yeah, a lot of the stuff they was talking about. You know, kind of yeah. evolved. You know That's what I mean? True. Yes, true. Well, they were still kind of dibble and dabble and go back and say, all right, well, I could still be doing this or this is what I used to do. They do it in a certain way to make you feel like, damn, you know, they still kind of, yeah. they still got a little bit of edge to them. But now. Rap is the first culture we were seeing grow up before our generation. That's true. Like, yeah. that really, this is the first, like, this music was invented while we were being born. And we're watching it come of age and watching the things oh, yeah. change. Oh yeah. You now know? now it's like man, you really have different genres of within hip hop itself, which yeah. is yeah, you do. It's a beautiful thing to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And on top of that, before we change subjects, the thing about Eminem that's so amazing to me, like that song he did, I think with Mariah Carey and all that stuff. One thing I can't give Eminem credit mm -hmm. is you talking about the diss song to yeah, Mariah Carey? Yeah. Okay. My th the, the thing that kind of makes me all about Eminem is that yeah he raps about funny stuff but if you piss him off and he really sits down and put his mind together mm. when he comes back that's some that's some that's some shit you were like damn dog you you hurt my feelings just just hearing you say the things that you're gonna do and you're like wow man it's, it's just one of those things where you can feel the angle come across and with some yeah. rappers you can't feel that angle like it's no emotion when some people rap yeah, I agree, uh, and, and that's the thing. I, it's just funny to me the crabs in the barrel mentality of yeah. rap, which is 
such and such person comes out with an album or is experiencing some type of success, there's always some dude in the background willing to say that person ain't shit. It's like wrestling. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> speaking of people slapping down unsuspected people, mm-hmm. Fabulous came out and said that he didn't have anything to do with Cat Stacks getting slapped. And it might be true because the video is kind of um, like the audio isn't that great. Mm-hmm. And somebody was saying how uh, that, uh, and I'm actually going to look this up while we're talking about it, but someone was telling me that Bow Wow's first name is kind of similar to, it sounds kind of like Fab. So when they say apologize to whatever it was, whoever it was, um, that could have been them saying, Apologize to Bow Wow, cause they, cause they specifically said Bow Wow to end. I heard that, but uh, uh, oh, it said Thad, T H A D is his first name. Oh, okay. So she was saying instead of I thought it said Apologize to Fab, Apologize to Bow Wow. She was saying that it could it could have been them saying Apologize to Thad, Apologize to Bow Wow, which yeah. is still fucking ridiculous. I think what's even more ridiculous is that uh, Bow Wow got some goons, man. Yeah, like the nigga that made like Mike. <laughs> Is sending people after groupies to get revenge for giving out your phone number, word. Man, he he did rollouts. Was that the movie? Yeah, yeah, that terrible movie. Yes. Now, in all fairness, I will never give out his phone number on my podcast now because I don't want to get slapped. But still, <laughs> that is not that doesn't make it right, like, man. Just change your number, change providers. It is not that important. It's like Jay Z said, man. A wise man don't argue with fools. You know, yeah. Now he know. looks like before. I was like, man, these rappers need to just stop fucking with these groovy bitches that don't have anything going on in their life. After that, it's like, uh, maybe, maybe she had a point. I would have never thought that if he didn't retaliate. Yeah, and that's it, his and fault. It, and it also gives her credibility, which is sad. Yeah, so I'm. I, I was gonna read. Uh, Fabulous is denial, but I, let's just say I'm happy because I like fabulous music, yeah. and I really would hate to have to stop listening to this nigga because he go around sending goons to slap people. So fabulous until until you're proven guilty, you're innocent to me, brother. Yes, you are. But how do you feel about having to stop listening to Bow Wow? Man, that's that's gonna hurt because yeah. you know me, man. I, we went to the Bow Wow concerts. We got all the Bow Wow paraphernalia. You know, I had him sign my um, left testicle shit. With the BW and we took pictures. He's just a great lyricist, man. Yeah, first, I mean, we were talking about Eminem. Let's being, talk about fucking Bow Wow. Why isn't Bow Wow the number one rapper alive? That's the travesty. Eric Gotti gonna bring up Ja Rule and Jay Z like Bow Wow died or something. It's fucked up. Yeah, he's still Damn. alive. You send the goons to slap one groovy. It's and fucked you up, see Bow how wow. they do. I hope you're hearing this, Bow Wow. It's fucked up. Yeah, we supported you, man. We supported you. Your number is 712-595. Shut the fuck up. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. And next subject, Matt Barnes. Apologize. <laughs> she didn't apologize either, man. No, I got to have some props. I was like, it was sad, but she got slapped. It was kind of like, you need to apologize. Like, in my mind, I was like, bitch, you should apologize. That's the second slap. Man, I don't think he slapped her hard enough, man. It must have, like, <laughs> like, she ate them slaps like Tina Turner, dog. She took them slaps. <laughs> like a like, champ. Yeah, it looked like yeah. she had some practice doing that shit. She, she may have. have. I'm telling you, that ain't the first time that, she that lifestyle. Yeah, she, she was like, Harpo told you. You told Harpo to beat me. <laughs> uh, but, nah, I, in all fairness, though, really, it was nothing funny about that clip. Like, I'm making the fun of it because that's how I deal with everything. But that shit, when I saw that, I didn't have no jokes, no smiles on my face. I was really like, 
it, it niggas made, really went and slapped somebody in public. You know, it made me angry too. I nah, and then it was like they recorded it. And no one in the club, what is up with rappers recording shit? Mr. Go recorded his rape and went to prison. But, um, like, how come nobody in the club did nothing? No, no security guards. It was no. other people in there and nobody walked up and was like, hey, man. So the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. We do yeah, not just slap that. bitches in this establishment. That's not how we roll. It's crazy. Uh, anyway. So Matt Barnes is having problems with the basketball wise. Beefing. Uh, earlier this month, Gloria Gavon's fiance, Matt Barnes of the Orlando Magic, said that he would have a mouthful for the ladies on VH1's Basketball Wives as soon as his NBA season was over, and he definitely kept his promise. So he went on Twitter and he just said a couple things. They're, they're hyping this up, but it's, you know, four things that he said. Not They are kind of funny. Uh, and he said this to Shawnee O'Neal, who was also on Twitter. Okay. All right. And Shawnee O'Neal is like the gangster sis. Oh, she's a pimp, man. Like, she don't she even be on the show. five minutes in the first yeah. last five minutes. That's she's like, look at these bitches that crazy. See you in 30 minutes. And then she That's shows right. up at the end and she's like, told you they was crazy. See you next week. <laughs> Cashing right. my check. Um, so Shawnee O'Neal, uh, he, he says, you should be ashamed of yourself. You have four little puppets live and dying by what you say. If you want to know the truth, be a woman and talk to who you're supposed to talk to. G never did one thing to you, and for you to have her on the show for all your little tricks to talk shit to is BS. Thought we was better than that. Our fans spent holidays together, and that's the shit you pull. That's what's up. Four exclamation points. So he meant oh, that. Four? Five. Damn. Uh, Five exclamation points. That was serious. Damn, and up is it cat flocks. Oh, uh, he's screaming? Man, season's over. I'm waiting for one of you bebop groupies to say something now. Caps lock two exclamation points on now. No one would know any of you if you kept your legs closed. Be easy, tricks. Um, Holla. Wow. So, and I mean, I and said that at the beginning when they first. really know how you feel. Yeah, and yeah, he, he looked like he didn't care too much from the get-go. I said that the first time they showed the episode. He wasn't even on there yet. And they were just talking about who was dating who. And all the other women were exes. Never have been wives. That's right. Just like baby mamas. Or getting divorced. Or getting divorced, right? Every other woman. And she was the only happy one. I was like, these piranhas are going to destroy her relationship if they can. Mm-hmm. There, there's nothing that a miserable woman hates seeing more than a happy woman in a relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they are miserable women. I'm not saying all single women are miserable, but the women on that show, they were miserable. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of funny how they tried to, and I knew what happened, and I thought to myself, if Matt Barnes any type of man, he wouldn't let her be on that show, but even more importantly, no way he'll be happy with whatever they do to her, because... Mm-hmm. She's good. They're gonna try to destroy her. Because all the you listen to the conversations they all have, and it's all like, so how's Matt doing? He's good. We know we happy. We just doing blah blah blah. Well, you know that's how I found out my man was cheating on me. Like damn. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you can't you even can't let her be no peaceful. Conversation. Yeah, like yeah. you. It's like that's I why I keep women like that far the hell away from me. Yeah. So um. All right, man. Well, we're getting up there, so we're gonna do a couple new things, and we're gonna be out of here. Um, police looking for an armed ice cream for armed ice cream thieves in West Auckland. Police are looking for five people, some believed to be teenage girls, after an armed robbery in West Auckland. They held up a takeaway shop 
armed with a gun, a knife, a hammer, and left with bags full of ice creams. Staff, <laughs> staff at Rondo wow. Takeaway Shop uh, were cleaning up before closing time last night when they found themselves faced with a gun. Pointing to me, say, hurry up, give me some money. And also, one of them got a knife and the other one got a hammer, says owner Zuinan Zing. Two of the group, two of the group went straight to the ice cream freezer. The others followed, follow, but they couldn't open the till. It appears that they would be younger, perhaps early to late teens, but being concealed, we don't want to narrow ourselves to that age group. So apparently, they were able to like cover their faces and stuff. Wow. And I, I'm gonna just say that there gotta be teens without knowing to read the rest of this. Damn ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Go ahead and give me that nutty buddy right there. And, and go ahead and, and give me that freezy pop. <laughs> go ahead and put it in the bag with the money. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. It's a recession. Yeah. yeah. Give me all your nutty buddies, nigga. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. You think it's a fucking joke? <laughs> what is this, a bear claw? Uh, get this shit out of my face. Where your Klondike set, bitch? <laughs> Don't you stall on me, fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no skinny cow. Give me the fat stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, those are definitely kids, man. Um, Pascal man calls nine one one to report his mother took his beer. Newport Richie, a man was arrested Friday after. His name was Newport. No, that's where this happened. Oh, Newport, Newport Richie. Richie. I'm about to say, what kind of name is that? Uh, Newport Richie. Now I'm gonna be honest. There's Richmond. The articles we get. So. The articles yeah, we Saint, get have aren't, terrible um, spell check. St. Petersburg. That's a uh, where is that? That's probably like another country, man. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, so it's probably right. It's probably like Canada. Yeah. Anytime I read Canada and Florida, they got some. Them and Arizona's the worst, but Canada and Florida, man, they they have some shit popping in with their crime. Yeah, they do. They crime don't be too, don't be too <laughs> precise. Really? No. <laughs> they they crime be, be some weird shit, man. It's always like the drunk driver. Did you hear about the drunk driver, or the, no, the designated driver? Yes. Who was driving the lady home? Who was intoxicated? Was his girlfriend. They got in an argument. She jumps out of the fucking car, mm-hmm. and and like gets gets fucked up. Yeah, it's like yeah, uh, like brain, brain damage dead. and everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She's suing him. For what? So there, the lawyers are saying that he should be responsible as a designated driver for any actions that a drunk person might have to. His interaction with them. So you get in an argument with Drunky, and Drunky jumps out the car. That's your fault. You should pay for their medical bills and all that shit. Man, uh, they right? Lose, they losing that damn case. Canada. That's what I said. All right. Um, Newport Richie, a man was arrested Friday after deputy said he called nine one one multiple times to complain his mother took his beer away. Charles Dennison, ah! thirty two, who was very intoxicated, told the uh. deputy that he went to the home. And, and of course they give the address. Why do they do this? I don't know. I thought it would be against the law. I'm sorry. You should not be able to so, just put people's personal information like that well, out probably there. On the, uh, it's probably on the police report. I know, but still, something this embarrassing the news should be like, hey man, we're going to give you a pass and keep your, keep your yeah, street out of the showing up at your house. I can understand the street, but you ain't got to get a damn number. They put 1739 Denison Road and uh, I hope you don't come slap me now. Um, that he wanted his mother arrested for taking his beer, according to a Pascal County Sheriff Office arrest report. He had to be drunk. If she wasn't charged, she said he would continue to call 911. 
Deputy charged him with making false 911 calls, took him to jail in the Lando Lakes, where he remained Monday morning. His bail is $150. Why is he still in jail Monday morning and the bail is only $150? You only have to pay 10% of your bail to get out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Who don't... What? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? This is some expensive-ass beer. He could have just chilled the fuck out. Wait till his mama went to sleep and got him some, uh, got him some is, Why is he with his mama at 30-something? Yeah, living at home at 32, calling the cops to get your beer back from your mama. You know he wrote his name on that beer, too. I guarantee that shit. <laughs> it probably mama. Yeah, he's like, mama, you seen this is my beer. You been eating my food all day. Don't drink. I'm calling 911. This is some bullshit. <laughs> Police, get down here. Send SWAT. <laughs> this bitch got all my bud. And she's crazy. Nine four one nine scammers kidnap U.S. woman. Johannesburg, this you know, fight South Africa. Yes. Um, the Hawks arrested four people implicated in four in a four one nine scam at, at the weekend after they allegedly held a U.S. woman hostage for nearly a month. An official said Monday, police believe the four U- lured the U.S. citizen with a promise that she had won one point oh six million dollars. <laughs> Hawks support spokesperson Musa Zondi said the gang started scamming her last year and fleeced sixty thousand dollars from her between April and July. Sixty thousand, damn! What is wrong with people? How does this shit keep working? I do have no idea. That if somebody comes and tells you some crap like that, it's not real. I don't know. Yeah. How simple people minds and it's always some stupid American you don't never hear this crap happening in other countries yeah yeah I mean probably because we got all the money well we used to but um I, like what's funny to me is like how old how, um what is that the it doesn't say right here um and a lot of times I really think it'd be older people too yeah, I mean, there a lot of times like with, with, with technology um, a lot of times, you know, they, they send out an email and it yeah. says, you know, it'll forge you to, you know, say, hey, to get your money or like you, you signed up for something or blah, blah, blah. You need to enter this information. And if, you know, if you enter the right information, I could just take it straight out of your account. You give me yeah. the route number and the account number and maybe but, some other information but this about is, you. Like, that's not how they do it, though. They don't. This is how they do it. I watched a special with Chris Hansen and he's breaking this shit down. What they do is they keep giving you these roadblocks every couple of days that need a little bit more money. They don't come to you and just say, can I have $60,000 and hit you up one time. It's always some shit like, hey man, we ran into a problem with this such and such bureau. They need $5,000 and they're not going to be able to clear your money for this $1.6 million. Send, send us a $5,000 check. Then next day or a couple days later... Hey, now we got this dirty official that he, you know, he won't let us do customs, but he'll only take a bribe. You know, can you please send us $400? And it just keeps adding up to where all of a sudden, like they said, from April to July, $60,000, you know? Um, so she was told to come to South Africa in person to claim her prize and bring $2,000. So even then, they're like, bring some money, right? After she put in $60,000. She duly came and arrived at, on April 15th where they took her hostage from the airport, kept her in the house. She in went? Of course she went. That's how she got kidnapped. Kept her in the house oh, in Alberton for well over a month. She was fed once a day while in captivity. She managed to free herself on May 22nd 
after the breaking the window of a room where she was kept hostage. She sought she help from neighbors who contacted the police. Intensive investigators were conducting were conducted intensive investigations were conducted by Johannesburg Hawks unit alongside crime intelligence colleagues. Four people, three Nigerians and a South African woman were arrested on Saturday. They were due to appear in Johannesburg Magistrate Court on Monday. The woman has since returned home. So my thing is this, like like you say, I think they're talking older people and they target a lot of Caucasians or white people because I don't know a lot about Africa, but if I ever go, A, I'm going with a group of people who already know what the hell's happening now. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Africa, from what I heard, it's not the place that you want to screw with if you don't know what's happening and what's going on and things like that. They didn't ask you to come with money. What else did you think was going to happen? Other than, I'm yeah. surprised they didn't kill this lady after they got that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, Street, man. And I mean, what's crazy is like, I get these emails all the time at the black guy who tips at Gmail. And I thought I would read a couple just to help people in case they are out there considering these 419 scams. Okay. How can you tell just, this is a scam? Yeah. And so I'll let me help people. If you don't know the people, don't read the email. This well, let, I'm, I'm gonna help people because they don't. Everybody don't know that, Karen. Okay. So we're gonna start simple. Uh, rule number one: If it goes to your spam email box, yes, they're probably scamming you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, real mail does not supposed to go to your scam. Um, spam rhymes with scam, by the way. Yeah. yeah, it does. They real close friends. So remember that. Spam is scam. Like this one says, email from Swiss Lottery email. Okay? The name of this person's email is Swiss Lottery email. Now, I don't know what the Swiss Lottery does. I didn't enter the Swiss Lottery. Yeah. So I'm, you got to be wondering how you I won. Got, you got a bank account over there? No, I don't have a bank account. So you got to be wondering right away, how did I win the Swiss Lottery? I should click on this. I should definitely click on it. So I clicked on it, right? And it's from MS Lingerland at attnet.nl, which doesn't have anything about Swiss Lottery in the fucking email. No. <laughs> like, what you, and on top of that, a lot of times the email addresses are obviously that they're made up. So there's no .com, .org, yeah. .edu. Like, the emails address are not even legitimate email addresses. And then, uh, let's read the text of this. It doesn't say dear Rod or any. It doesn't say my name. It doesn't even address me as a person. It says you have been chosen by Swiss Lotto, by Swiss Lotto, not the Swiss Lottery, not any the official or, not country of Swiss. Nothing. As one of the winners of seven hundred and fifty thousand pounds, send the following: name, age, sex, country. Contact office email swiss.claims at w.cn Dr. Henry McCartney. So let's look at this, alright? One, the email name is MS Linger. Does that sound like Henry McCartney to you? <laughs> Two, why does he have a different fucking email in his email to me? Don't email this email back, email a different email yeah, back. Second, they're telling me I won the lottery, but they don't know my name, my age, my sex, or what country I'm in. <laughs> what yeah, the fuck? Right. <laughs> How did I win? <laughs> so that's that's just one wow. way to check, man. Um, we got another one from Western Union. It says, confirm your Western Union MTCN now. I don't know what MTCN stands for. Neither. But probably money transfer or something. Um, so West, this is all in bold, so you know they're being serious. All right. Western Union money transfer 
West, West Africa Zonal Headquarter. Now the key word here is Africa. Yeah. Any emails from Africa, delete. <laughs> okay? Nobody in Africa knows you, man. And nobody is going to give you free money from Africa. Yeah. They don't even have more money than us. The fuck? Alright. And they give like the pay office number. This guy is really Kwame Kruma. Another tip. If a person's name is Kwame, don't accept it. Okay? No. And if their last name has more vowels than consonants. Wow. Don't. We got issues. It's, it's gonna, it's, it's fake. Attention. Beneficiary. So they don't know and, my and, name and, either. And this one, at least this one's more, um, sexy. And he added WesternUnion.com as his website, so that that's cool. You can click on that. Um, the yeah, first five thousand euros was sent today. Now this email was actually sent to me May thirtieth. You know I haven't got my money yet, but I'm waiting on that five thousand dollars. The first five thousand euros was sent today. We have concluded to effect your payment through Western Union money transfer as you suggested. Five thousand euros daily until the four hundred thousand dollar euro transaction is complete. We are now requesting that those receiving their payment through this method should pay only the sum of 125 euro to receive your payment. And as a matter of fact, we have now transferred the sum of 5,000 euros to you, which will be released as soon as you can be able to have the cost bill fees paid today. And the thing about it that's so funny, whenever you win the lottery, you yeah. don't pay fees. Right. Like, no one pays a fee in yeah. the lottery. You, no, the, your they, fee they, is the ticket. Yeah, none of that. They take the taxes before you get it. So no, your fees are taken. Like, yeah. you don't have to come up and, and pay any money. And my thing is, it's amazing how people are still falling for these scams. Yeah. So, anyway, that's just a couple of hints to people out there that might be dumb enough to yeah, do Yeah, the black shit. guy who tips, we educate too. Yeah, we also educate your ass on how not to get kidnapped. Um, and then the second part of this, of this email that says, uh, please come to Africa and have $2,000 cash, hop off the plane, and roll out with the people, the five people that are waiting on you. I don't do that part either. So, no. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this thing up, man. It's getting kind of late. We got to do another one of these tomorrow. Mm-hmm. They have Justin in the building. Cool. So that should be fun. People getting three podcasts this week. Wow. Yeah. We ramping so, it up, ain't we? Happy holidays, motherfuckers. Um, anyway, this has been another episode of the Blackout Tips with the host Rod and Karen. Yes. And follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodder Miss Prime. I'm Say Dad again. Dad as in D-A-T. Make sure you join our Facebook page uh, or make sure you search for us on iTunes with mm-hmm. the Black Eye Who Tips. You can also go to Podomatic.com. Mm-hmm. T- search for the Black Eye Who Tips. You can leave comments on episodes. Yeah, you can also get us on Google, which I did. Just do the Black Eye Who Tips. And you'll get a lot of black guys, but, you, but you'll see our logo. Yeah. So, um, until next time, you know, thank you. And Rod, thanks for coming by, man. No doubt. And, um, you know, I love you. I love you too, baby. Love you too. And we out. Hi. (laughs) My name is Nikki Lennox, and I'm crazy as hell. And I live in the United States capital of haters. But somehow I still manage to get paid. So, uh, tell your favorite local rapper to move over and... The best in the world My mind I ride, I'm crazy No riddle that will save me My 
body is a missile, I hit wherever I'm aiming You want me to listen, at this time, so you should pay me To support the mission, if you tryna bang me, baby My whole family's gangly, I mean they bangin' gangs, baby Straight on the daily, and we're like they is rain. I don't like bars, I like rock guitars And heavy metal, they rattle in the trunk of your cars I like Lenny Kravitz and extravagant habits Got bread like groceries, you want paper or plastic? I ask cause I have it, chicks are silly rabbits I let men make me money while I rest on the Sabbath Whatever, Nikki's so weird, but she got a pretty face. Pat heat between my knees like a 40 on my waist. Don't know what the mystic was when I kissed you, cuz I won't turn you gay, but you'll wish you was. Wouldn't make a good wife, cuz I'm not a good girl, but I'll be the best girlfriend, the best in the world. I'm smarter than you are, and I'm better with the business. Music brought me poverty, I guess that makes me gifted. A lot of people politic, but paper's not presented. I pause and I won't play with you long as my parents pending. Bagging and pass, just a little bit of sassy. Crap, but with class, just a little bit of nasty. I don't talk trash, if you lash, it's a smash. I get mad and my voice gets a little bit raspy. White boys be curious, your mama would be curious. I had your ass whipped, blowing dreads out, I'm serious. You could blame me, but it's just my fault a little. Cause you can't spell addiction without dick in the middle. Won't take me home to mama, but you hit it from the back. Find yourself a porn star and hire me to do the soundtrack. Rappers make me wanna hear some heavy metal. Got me turning up the bass, trying to drown out your treble. You sound whack, saying I don't sound black. Don't make me date your boss and have him fire you for that. Anybody wanna got that? Just clap up, clap up, but you did everybody wrapped up. Take away the fame, change the game, till that damn whole lack of the slack up. Ain't nobody gonna stop me from my grind. My shine time goes right back. I'm grown, so leave me alone. I'm about that dope, like student loan. Nah, I'm not a good girl, but I'd be the best girlfriend, the best in the world. I'd be the best in the world.